time you come on over, I just wanna listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker, and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. Good morning. Good. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is a mutually awkward podcast, episode twenty-one, take two. Sorry about the last one. Um, my I didn't plug in my headphones, so appar- apparently you couldn't hear me at all. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, I my guess bad. is this our first podcast? This is our first podcast. Um, I guess this is this will be our first podcast that we recorded since New Year's. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And like so. Okay. So so many things have happened. Yes. <laughs> How many weeks? Has it only been three weeks? It's been. Yeah, it's been three weeks. Um, it feels like a while because I, I feel like we did, we haven't had like a break in a bit. You know. So. Yeah, a lot has happened. <laughs> uh, uh, First of all, I was in London for a week. Yeah, so you did a lot of um, Britishy things. I did, and I I brought my mic, but then I realized I didn't have access to a laptop or anything, so I couldn't record. Um, and also, I didn't really have time. I was just like tired all the time and stuff. So, um, but I heard that you had some major Janus happening yeah okay so okay so over the past i guess mainly last week and then i think it overlaps a little i i've been yeah yeah we we haven't had a worst human in a while mm. like, i don't think we even had one the entire time we were in la for, the, for those, those podcasts we did yeah they were cut you had some but they weren't very like they weren't like really bad you know what i mean they were just kind of like annoying humans most likely <laughs> all right so i have three here wow um now <laughs> one for each week we haven't talked <laughs> <laughs> no a couple of these were, no i think all let's see okay i think all of these were last no all of these were last week with the most recent one being this past friday okay so which one do you want to hear about first so we have dumpy littering chick <laughs> creepy japan obsessed loser and little too late, Lana. Wow, <laughs> you really thought about these things, didn't you? you know, um, let's start. Let's start from the first one. Let's start chronologically. Okay, so dumpy littering chick. Mm-hmm. This happened last week. I was I had come back to my hometown after I'm um, going on a job interview, and I'm walking down the street. And I didn't notice, but there is this like, really dumpy, waddling chick in front of me. And I didn't notice her until I saw her just, you know, throw a piece of paper onto the ground. And, okay, one thing that, okay, there, there are some things that irk me more than anything. People who cut in lines, people who talk loudly, and people who litter, <laughs> I just feel like are the biggest scumbags, like, in the world. Like, seriously, what the fuck who the fuck litters? And I look, and as I walk, and, I, and I, as soon as she litters, I am just raging. Like I just want to, like, I just want to. And I'm with my brother, and I'm just like, I'm just like talking lots of shit about her. And we we walk past this piece of trash that she threw in the ground, and just the something that just fits her perfectly. It was like a torn up lottery ticket. 
Mm. It shows like the kind of like trash she was. And then she starts crossing the street. And of course she's jaywalking. And, of course, and then as she's crossing the street, I'm just like hoping like, come on, can a car just run her down? Like just hit her. Oh my God. <laughs> And I just spent until until she like left my eyesight. I was just like ranting about how I just wanted her like to like I just wanted her lesson to be taught by death by anything. <laughs> I don't. Why, how, don't you hate people who litter? Like seriously, who the hell? I does do that? get I do get annoyed a lot, but I actually don't see it very often. So when I do see it, I'm more shocked than anything. It's just pure laziness. We, we, it's, and it's like there's trash cans at every street corner too. Yeah, like so I've seen. People, it's like, but it's, I don't see people litter all the time. Though. I see it like maybe once a year or something. So when I see it, I'm just kind of stunned. Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you? Why don't you just save it? Like, hold on to it for like two more seconds or something, you know? So I just, I'm more stunned by it than like angry. Yeah. I don't see often. I mean, I kept having this fantasy of just like rolling it up and, and just like kind of like shoving Throwing it, it back in, at her. Or shoving it into her <laughs> mouth and be like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, I get really upset when people drive, like they're driving and littering. That to me, like actually, I've seen that more. People on like on the freeway, oh and yeah, throwing something out, and that I get kind of I get really annoyed because that's like, dude, yeah. You know? Or how about smokers who they think like they 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 came to yeah, this conclusion that, that cigarettes are not trash and they can just throw yeah, it anywhere yeah. they want. <laughs> yeah, like um, <laughs> when I see people on the freeway and they just throw it out the window, it's like okay. Yeah, I just want to like <laughs> round my car right into theirs. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that was the worst human of midweek um let me see okay so then there was a uh, little too late lana okay interesting I, name. I, no, i've actually changed her name um you know her um that was that girl we met over the summer in hong kong that she came from korea and she got in a fight with like a bar bouncer guy hold on hold on hold on um i think Cause she was okay. She okay. I'll, I'll, I'll cut this part. She was <laughs> friend, and then she came oh. from. You remember her? It wasn't her name. Isn't her name Lana? Her name is. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Okay, okay. Whoa. Okay, tell me. <laughs> okay, so we so we met. So so this girl, we're calling her Lana. Um, she was like, hey, she was your friend's friend who came from Korea, and we hung out a couple times in Hong Kong. Okay. Right. You hung. I think you hung out with her more than I actually. I think I only saw her once. We. Oh, yeah. I hung out with her twice. Yeah, you hung out with her more. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. like, I, I. So I sent her an email over the summer to say it was fun hanging out with you, and she never replied. Uh-huh. And then she she for months she never replied. So I kind of forgot about this person. And then she replied like literally like a week after I came back to LA. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, hey, cool, you're back in L.A. Like, uh, like, how is it? Like, And I was kind of feeling at that point, um, I guess I was feeling culture shocked about being back home. So I was like, yeah. how are you adjusting to being back? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we should hang out and catch up. Never replied to nothing. She never replied to that until December when she randomly sent me a message on OkCupid. What? Yeah, just saying hi. <laughs> And then, um, so I was like, okay, that's weird. Why are you just reply to the email? Why are you messaging me on here? So I just okay. said, hey, what's up? Still, never replied again. And so until last weekend, I get this email saying, saying, oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, yeah, I'm sorry for being a late replier. 
Let's mm-hmm. like, are you still in West Covina? Let's get dinner at One World this Sunday for a vegan place. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> that's just a weird thing to say. First of all, like, because I had sent an e- like what an email and you just completely ignored it, and then sent me a message on another website, and then you yeah, go, really and then go back to email and just be like, and not even saying like, I don't know, just the way that was she was asked was like, mm-hmm. you know, like. Hey, you want to hang out on Sunday? Like, like this Sunday? Let's go to One World Vegan Restaurant. Mm-hmm. I promise I'll go for sure. <laughs> and then at this point, I'm like, well, honestly, at this point, I have not. I don't really like. I barely. I kind of forgot you. And then it's like, there's really no point anymore because I'm mm-hmm. already. I'm already settled. Yeah. And I'm yeah. And I didn't find her attractive, so there's no point in being friends and or anything. So I was like, yeah. And just and just by the fact that you sent all these messages and then never replied before, yes, that's really off-putting. Yeah, so I just I just didn't respond to her email at all. So mm-hmm. that was like second worst human. Mm-hmm. So so far, would you say I'm right on about these worst humans, or is it a case <laughs> of am I an asshole? <laughs> I don't think you're an asshole at all, but um, it's hard for me to judge. Because I've realized that I don't feel as strongly about these issues as you do. <laughs> but you're definitely not, you're not an asshole. You're not no, an asshole. Yeah, because that's always been me. I, I'm actually really chill most of the time. But when I do feel wronged or I see an injustice, I kind of go I go at it like 200%. Yeah, I think – but um, – yeah, because I feel like even when I'm really annoyed by something, but that's also – it has been an issue for me because it takes a lot for me to get super upset. But that's why I kind of have like, I've been around like really bullshit people because it takes me a long time to be like, dude, that person was a jerk. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, and then by then I'm like, shit, no, because I didn't realize it until like, like five jerky actions after, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, who's the last one? Um, okay, and okay, the next one was from last Friday. Um, Crazy Japan obsessed loser. Okay, that person I can already be like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, because okay. that's one of my biggest like annoyances. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, okay, you 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 could bring up your examples afterwards. Okay. okay so. Um, so as I talked about it before, I always see I go to this film screening thing in Little Tokyo every month called Little Tokyo Movie Night, and usually it's pretty chill people there. And so I'm, I'm going there, and I, yeah. And so usually before the movie starts, everyone's because it takes place in an, in a workspace, so everyone's just kind of hanging out and chilling and getting to know each other and talking. And so the host of it, um, this really chill dude named Rio, he says, "Okay, so I'm not choosing the movie." To, um, tonight um it's one of the people who come i forgot his name and so and, and he, he pointed at him and, and first of all it's this guy like i don't know he, he looks a little fucked up you could just see he's a little <laughs> fucked up looking and, 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 and he's sitting at this table by himself and like everyone just you know everyone came with coffee and they have and then it's free popcorn this guy who's not even japanese at all he brings like a six pack of asahi beer and he's like japanese <laughs> snacks and he's just sitting watching the movie and we're kind of like, oh, I guess he's really prepared for this. <laughs> so the movie starts, and and then every and then the movie is kind of slow. Um, and then it was like, and it, was a, it deals with a romance plot coming out of nowhere, 
and mm-hmm. and the plot and and it turns out oh it's, it's between these two neighbor characters who like coincidentally ended up being cla- like middle school ki- uh, middle school former classmates from their hometown mm-hmm. who and I just like felt like okay this plot is turning out to be kind of a stretch it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of lazy writing and mm-hmm. on top of that the DVD was like scratched up and it kept skipping mm-hmm. on the projector and so like at least five times throughout the movie it, like. They had to pause it and try to fix with it, which caused people just to leave because they were like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. And so finally, when the movie was over, which the movie was pretty long, we mm-hmm. like started talking about it because people have a discussion about the movie after it's over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't say the movie sucked. I just like had some criticisms about it. I said, well, mm-hmm. these were my problems with the movie. Um, and the story, I felt kind of weak. And this guy got seemed like really offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was... <laughs> And then and he kept and every and he kept like like really fiercely like you know fighting back defend. yeah defend uh-huh. this movie for every little thing and um and then he said the one thing which like revealed to me what kind of person he was he uh-huh. really snobby comment where he was like I just really feel like they wouldn't make this kind of movie in America <laughs> and I was like oh god you're one of these people who just thinks all right this movie from this country is just superior to everything else no matter what. And, um, yeah, and then he was just kind of like, you know, he was kind of like subtly bragging, like, yeah, I watched this movie on a flight to Japan. And it's like, no, okay. one, no one gives a shit where you <laughs> saw this movie. And it's like, you know, I, and then he was like, yeah, I wish I could be the guy in this movie where, you know, my neighbor turns out to be this really cute girl and that she could become my girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so I'm just like, all right, I'm hungry. I want to go somewhere to eat. So I was like, all right, guys. So I shake everyone's hand goodbye. Like, all right, guys. See you next time. I even shake his hand. And he's like really offended. Like he doesn't look me in the eye or anything. He's like, all right, bye-bye. So I then go to um, the cafe that we went to, um, your final uh, night, mm, uh, Suhiro okay. Cafe. So mm-hmm. I was getting some ramen, eating. And then all of a sudden some guy put Vince. And it was one of the other dudes who was at the um, screening. Mm-hmm. This guy was really cool. He was really chill. And he's like, so what did you think of the movie? He's like, yeah, I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah. And, and so I said, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to see. I didn't know how he felt about that other guy. So I was like, yeah, it seemed like he was offended that I didn't, um, like his movie. He's like, oh no, that guy was a total asshole. Like you could tell he was one of those Japan obsessed freaks. Did you see his booklet? It was full of like pictures of like anime girls all over. Like oh, God. he was a total, he was a total sicko. I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then that and then that kind of saved the night because he was a really cool dude and we ended up staying at the restaurant for like two hours just like mm-hmm. hanging out mm-hmm. and um i might go sign up for one of his meetups which is like volunteering for homeless people nearby in downtown oh, cool. yeah um so yeah this guy the other guy total worst human yeah he okay if i had to rank your worst humans i would well actually i feel the last the first two are kind of well, he's definitely number one. He's the number one worst human. <laughs> Just because, like, you didn't have to say too much, and you're like, man, I already know this person. He already sounds so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, I think it's really selfish to force people to watch really sh- not just a shitty movie, but like, like if you're doing a movie screening and you know your movie has like issues, you know, like that's really annoying. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it, like, the DVD skipping and stuff, like, that's super annoying. Um, yeah, so, sounds good, Dick. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and it's like, if you're going to show a movie, like, 
at a screen, a public screening, like be open to like other views. Don't get so yeah. defensive if someone like you know just. I mean, luckily no one else and no one else in there like was trashing the movie. So I was like, even apparently the other dude said he hated it. It's like and people left. Like like half the, <laughs> half the people yeah, left. So it's like, like obviously it wasn't the best thing ever. Um, actually, I had a crazy um story from this week. I don't know. Mm. You want a, another worst human? <laughs> <laughs> the last three weeks have just been awful. <laughs> when it comes to humanity. <laughs> uh, should I throw in one more, or do you want to? Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. So, what Bring should I? It. What should I call her? Um, um, do you just call? What did you call Lucy? Lucy. No. Oh did yeah. You, okay. Did you call her Lucy? So, um. I have a Lucy story from this week. Um, do you? We talked about her on this podcast before. Yes. At some point. I always know it's her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These stories. <laughs> okay, so this goes back to last weekend where um, she had asked me to hang out, and I finally we finally made it happen. And we had went to um, this. So this first thing I was okay. We met up at this place called Lazy Dog. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. No. It's actually a really cool restaurant. Like, they have, like, it's like an everything kind of restaurant. Like, they have pizza there. They have vegetarian food there. They have dim sum there. They where have is this? Giant cheeseburgers. Well, like, where is this? Sounds so good. I'm getting it, hungry. Yeah, it's at the West Covina Mall. <laughs> okay, yeah. And, well, no. I have <laughs> yeah. the West Covina Mall. <laughs> and then I was like what, kind of, what, like, what kind of dark beers do you have? Then we have, we like, oh, we actually have local brews from Pomona here. We're like, wow, wow this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And her other friends were there, um, a girl, these are all towny people, so a girl mm-hmm. who I supposedly went to high school with, even though we mm-hmm. didn't recognize each other, and then she had, like, another dude who was pretty chill, so we mm-hmm. went bowling, mm-hmm. and I had really fun, but that might have just been me, because I always, I always get, like, really hyper when I go bowling, like, I was screaming mm-hmm. at people, and <laughs> running down the lanes, and, like, I just get crazy whenever I bowl. Um, so, we were supposed to all do it again this weekend, um... And hang out in Pasadena. So, so I, I was actually hanging, and this was supposed to be on Friday, but before that, I was hanging out with another friend in downtown. Mm-hmm. So we hung out for the day, and then we went our separate ways. So I text Susie, like, hey, I think I'm, I was going to get a ride from West Covina, but I'm like, okay, um, I'm already in downtown, so I'll just meet you guys in, in Pasadena. So she says, okay, so my friends Mark and Johnny are going to be there. And the only John that I know, that we mutually know, is a dude named John Dominguez. So I'm like, oh, do you mean John? And I'm like, and, she, and this really serious reply, no, I said Johnny, not John. And so I, just re- so I just replied, LOL. And then she said, and then she texts back, that's not funny. Stop it. And I'm like, what the hell? Chill out. And then she replied, like, don't tell me to chill out. Wow. And then I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, then, and then she replied, like, you know, like, n- not everything is a joke. <laughs> What did I say to offend? You? What did I say to offend you? And and then she's like, if you want to say something, just call me. Don't text me. What? <laughs> Which is insane because like ever since that bo- like after that bowling day, she she was like randomly texting me all week again. It was like full on randomly texting me like bullshit. Like oh I'm like yeah I'm at work blah blah blah. Like, I don't know why you're texting me. And then she's like and then she sent me like thanks for ruining my good mood. Wow seriously? <laughs> yeah. So I just replied. I replied like. So, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you, um, but, but obviously, I'm changing my plans. I'm not hanging out with you tonight. Dude, why do you... 
I don't even know why you guys are still friends. I was just thinking that. I was like, what the... And, and well, it, we, we discussed this the last time. <laughs> so I'm just like, what's happening? Yeah. And then she said, you know what? This is why... And then she's like, it's better to call people instead of text. There's always miscommunications. And I'm like, what? I've never miscommunicated with anyone like this. Well, texting... John, <laughs> not Johnny. Get a grip, Vince. And I explained that. I'm like... How was it wrong for me to assume that it wasn't John? Because I don't know any Johnny. I don't know any Johnny. I don't know anyone named Johnny. Second of all, you were at the way when you when you mentioned Johnny in the text. The way you text me, Mark and Johnny are going to be there. So you're like, you're assuming that I know this Johnny. So was it wrong of me to assume that it was John that we both know? <laughs> and how is that wrong? <laughs> what? I don't know why she wasn't one of the first worst human mentions. Oh, because the, oh, she wasn't on my list. I had a list saved up of like, oh, like I, but she was though. But, but, as, but then when you, she was the honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, well, I can only remembered it right now. Okay, because I was like, that one, to me, she ranks higher than like, what is it? What was her other name? Um, um never too late. Never t- Lana, a, a little too late, Lana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because for her, I mean, that's really annoying. But I could imagine if I had a f- quote unquote friend who got on my case over like spelling issues, basically. Like, you know what? Though? I don't know what. Yeah, it, you're actually just gonna validate your point. This is probably why because I wasn't that angry about it because I had already had a great day hanging out with this other friend. And I didn't really want to go to Pasadena because I don't like partying in Pasadena, really. And then I was like, you know, I had a good day. I could actually go home. And I ended up going home and watching Harry Potter with my brother. And it turned out being like a very successful day. So, yeah, so I think it was more of an excuse for you to like be like, hey, I don't want to hang out with you. I want to continue my great uh, mood, even though apparently no, I ruined yours. So to, be on- yeah, to be honest, I didn't really want – I didn't want to go that night. I was okay. like, yeah. I see. But I was – but you know, I never flake. Mm-hmm. So – even though that wasn't like, totally insane, and I didn't self sabotage this night at all, because like mm-hmm. I, I was just replying like you mean John to me, yeah, that's all I said. But it almost sounded like she like sabotaged it. Yeah, right. That's really to me. It's a really strange thing to get upset about, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think I think that I think that's pretty much the nail in the coffin for this friendship forever. I thought you said that last time. No, you're I? gonna reopen that coffin again. You're gonna dig up the. Gra- you're gonna be digging in the grave. You're like digging up the grave, and you're like, give another go. No, I just okay. <laughs> okay, well, I I only reopened it last weekend is because it was a Facebook event for bullying, and I like bullying. Okay. And none of my other friends ever go bowling, so I was like, I want to go bowling. That sounds fun. So I think I went last time because of the activity, and there were other okay. and also because there were other people going. Was, okay, so it wasn't just like a hangout. Yeah, it yeah. was like a one-on-one hangout. Yeah, because yeah, remember last time she had visited LA, and I was I was avoiding like I was avoiding one-on-one hangouts. So I, <laughs> I didn't okay. even I, I didn't even ask that one, but which really pissed her off. I was like, why can we invite other friends too? <laughs> 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 um, so so I only went. I I think I just went last time for bullying, and then I was happy. And this, but this was insane. And like, yeah, there's no. I don't, that's just crazy and that's not, I don't like, I don't, it's like, I don't, I'm not feeling your bad vibes, sister. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, 
Patch definitely has some strangely bad vibes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that has been um, my rant. That's been Vince's week. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I have more stuff, but we have to talk about London. Yes, we do. No. <laughs> <laughs> we do, guys. <laughs> so, um, when I... So, okay. So, literally the, the day I got back from L.A. and I got into work that following Monday, which was three weeks ago, right-ish? Yeah. Yes. Um, I sat on, I sat on, like, at my desk, and I was told that I was going to go to Lucerne in Switzerland. So I was like, when? And they're like, in, in a week. And I was like, okay, all right, you know, I'm down. Like, I've never been to Europe before. I've never been to Switzerland before. Yeah, okay, cool. I was pretty excited, um, but things got more exciting when literally – Towards the end of that week, they were like, "Actually, you're going to London." So I was like, "What?" I, okay, was it? I don't think it was that following. It was like in two weeks or something. Um, so, anyways, it was yeah. I, I was kind of in shock because London has been one of probably my top dream place to visit since I was a kid, only because I think it's like one of the places that. You know, like, you've, I've known about the architecture, the culture. Like, I've just been more exposed to it um, besides, like, I don't know, even, like, Thailand or something. Like, obviously, like, I wanted, I like to travel and stuff, but I didn't, I don't know that much about, you know, other places. So when I go to these places, it's really great, but it's, like, oh, cool, like, I'm here, you know, versus London. Like, being going to, to one of, like, your dream locations I, I would say my last dream location was, like, New York when I was a kid, too. But I, So when I went as a teen or, like, when I was 19, it was really awesome. But this is London, people. London. The, London, the birthplace. Okay, maybe not the birthplace, but sort of the birthplace of Harry Potter, Doctor Who, all my favorite stuff, basically. Um, so I went this past Monday. Uh, no, no, no. I arrived last Saturday and then basically stayed until, okay, sorry. I'm, okay. It's early in the morning. So I'm days are confused. <laughs> I went on the 19th, which was, I flew on the 19th, I think. Fuck. I don't know. You were Anyways, there, you it were was there a, week. For, you were a week. I was there yeah. for a week. I was there for a week. Um, but I landed like early morning Saturday. So I had like a full, I basically had a full weekend and then, I had pretty much a full last Saturday before flying back to Hong Kong. Um, and and it was awesome. I saw, I think for a last minute unplanned trip, I did quite a bit because I still had to go to work. So every day I was like, I was literally running out of the office because everything closes so fucking early. So I was trying to like catch things, you know, see stuff. Um, I did the Harry Potter studio tour and I'm going back actually because it's, there's just so much to see. Like, you can't finish, like, you can't finish it all in one day. Like, I think because I only gave myself three hours, which was not enough time. Um, yeah, so I'm going back one day. I didn't, I didn't even get to go to Platform 93 Quarters. I just couldn't find the time to get there. So there's just so much I haven't, I still haven't done, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, our, our, uh, our my old coworker uh, Martin, he sent me a Facebook message saying, "Yeah, Paige is right behind me right now." Yeah, yeah, I sat next to I sat next to Martin um, at work. Literally, that was the chillest week ever because so I went 
because so the reason I was going is because I was supposed to start on a project, but then literally the day, like the so Monday, everyone had a meeting to discuss the project. By Tuesday, they realized we're going to postpone the project. So then I realized I didn't even have to be there, <laughs> which made it even better because I basically had a free trip. <laughs> but I mean, I did work and stuff. But yeah, it was just like you were doing work I, you would have done in Hong Kong, regardless. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, and I was coming in at like ten, not on purpose, but just you know, after breakfast, you know, you stroll into the office. It's like ten already, and then like um, I would talk to people for like hours and stuff. Meetings, quote unquote meetings. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fucking. It was, just, and I think when I realized this was basically a free ride, I, I just was just like, okay, you really have to just be really super, just enjoy this trip because it's really once in a lifetime kind of, you know, like because I could have gone and it could have been a busy week. I could have like stayed at the office till really late, you know, and not have gone out at all during the week. But I pretty much had. Actually, there were even, like, two evenings, I think, where I just went back to the hotel after work because I was just so tired. And actually, on one of these occasions, I think it was um, Thursday, so the office, they had this big happy hour. They kind of go all out, so the theme was, like, ski or something, so they put fake snow, and then they had a barbecue. Well, they, gave, they were giving out shots, so I, I had, like, two beers, a shot of Jaeger, and then I took one beer home. So by the time I got to the hotel, I was pretty drunk, and I ended up, I ended up recording a message for myself that I thought I would, I wouldn't find at all. Um, but the very next day, I remembered. I was like, I think I left myself a message, but I don't know if I ever paused it, you know. So I actually listened to it, and it was, it was really like. So this was I listened to it on Friday night, which was my last night in London, and ended up crying just because it was an emotional night because it was my last night. I knew I was going to be upset, and then I was listening to this message. It actually had nothing. I thought it would be about London. It didn't really, but it was really like touching. I was like, "Wow, I touched myself," you know. And I like cried, and and then I I like sent Vince a voice message, and I was all crying and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, we're gonna stitch it to the to the end of the episode. Yeah. The message. So you can hear me. Like it's really. I gave myself some really good advice. So I hope you guys enjoy the advice as well <laughs> <laughs> um did, what was like the what was the most britishy things did you like you saw there did you see like the those guards who are in front of buckingham no, palace i actually didn't go to buckingham palace i did i went to the natural history museum twice on saturday so which was actually it was so amazing because like the museums there like they're free first of all like okay there's obviously there's paid exhibits like parts of them but for the most part they're free and for what you're seeing for free it's like so much shit like so the first day i got there i went to the tate modern which is this uh it's like a modern art museum that i've been wanting to go since i was 15 when i had a friend who went to england and came back and gave me all these badges from like tate and so i I even know what that was but i was like i want to go there you know so i've been wanting to go for like over 10 years um so it's just like a modern art museum, which I thought was really cool because I basically got to see the whole mu- – there was only like two exhibits I couldn't see because you had to pay for it. Yeah. But I saw like four floors. I was really impressed because they featured a lot of like Asian and like women artists, just like rooms full of them, you know, which I thought was really cool because you usually don't – it's not as mixed, I would say. Um, 
compared to like some of the exhibits I've seen in like LA and stuff. And then so on the last day I went to the Natural History Museum thinking I would spend like just two hours really fast. But I ended up just spending two hours in like I got up to the whale section. So I was like extensively looking at like reading about whales and stuff and I was like, oh shit, like I've run out of time, you know? So I had to leave. I did some more touristy stuff. I went to Tower Hill, which is they have a castle there. Like that seriously freaked me the fuck out. Wait, like, was, was, it like a, was it like a legit castle? Like it was a fucking castle. It was it was Tower of London. Because oh. I remember one one evening, one evening, um, a coworker and I, I forgot where we were, but we took a cab back to the hotel, and we were talking, and then she was like, "Oh shit, you're missing the sights! Like turn around," and I like looked, turned around, and it was just. A fucking castle, like in the middle of the street, like a massive castle, and I started freaking out because I've never that was I've never seen a castle in my life. That was my first ever castle, so I was like, I have to come back here. Everyone was like, Why? You know, it's like it's just a castle, but I just never seen one. So on Saturday after the Natural History Museum, I went there. I could, I didn't go inside. I just took pictures and stuff. And it's right by Tower Bridge, which is a really beautiful bridge in london like people i think people mistaken it for the london bridge i don't even know what the london bridge looks like i think it just looks like a normal bridge but this one was like really ornate it was like painted in like blue and red and white and stuff it was really beautiful and then um i went to this this food market which i almost starved there because i didn't have enough money like i didn't have enough coins on me to buy anything um and then when i managed to get cash i bought like the worst thing ever i bought this pork pie which was fucking cold. They eat it cold. And I was like, so I was like, literally so confused (laughs) that I, uh, I texted my friend and I was like, I was like, I think I just ate this like frozen pie. I'm so, I'm like scared. (laughs) You know? And he was like, he was like, you should ask them if I was like, should I ask them to heat it up? He's like, no, no, no. You should ask them if you're supposed to eat it cold. So I was like, okay. So I, um, I asked the lady, she's like, yeah. So I was like, shit. So did they, did they give this- you any, like, you know, eye rolls? Like, oh, fucking Americans. Like, no, she was, but you could tell she was just like, yeah. Like, she just, like, didn't want to talk to me. So I was like, fuck. So I was like, eating this giant, it was huge. It was like, it was probably like, it weighed like three pounds. And I was eating this begrudgingly because I spent five pounds on it, which is equivalent to like, I don't know, like eight bucks or something, this giant pork pie. So I got halfway through it and I just remember thinking, man, this would make really good homeless food because you don't have to heat it up. So I was like, you know what, I'm giving this to a homeless person, which I did because I literally, it just, it was too weird to me and I was like, someone else couldn't enjoy this. Um, But anyways, so after that, I was like, my friend was telling me, he asked me if I saw like, because they had the most completed stegosaurus in in the natural history museum in like the whole world, I guess. So he's like, have you seen, did you see the dinosaur? And I was just like, no, cause I thought you have to pay for it. He's like, no, it's free. So I was like, oh, <laughs> so I like went back to the natural history museum and I like ran through the dinosaur exhibit, saw the stegosaurus. And then I realized, I was like, wow, like I just, cause the, first of all, the natural history museum, it's beautiful. It's like, so freaking huge and so beautiful i ran through the first floor which took me over like four hours of also rushing and i saw all that for free you know and i was like shit like i there's there's like four floors i think of stuff so i was just really really impressed by that um yeah that's wow that's great that's pretty rad that the museums are free over there yeah that's yeah i just thought like i don't know what I don't know, maybe taxes go to the museum. I don't know what it is, but I just thought, because I know I 
know that every museum in LA you have to pay for it. It might I think it's about like ten dollars or something. I don't know. Are they free? I don't think they're free. Not in LA. They're, no, they're like ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, at least ten bucks. And on some days oh I think on Thursday nights they're free. But the these museums in London they're free like all the time and stuff. But um but the thing is like like for example our natural history museum in LA is like way smaller. I mean, and then you think about it, like, London is like, well, no, they're, like, London is a huge city, but yeah, so is LA, too. Yeah, so. but I think, I think the better city, I think it's better compared to New York to London, right? Okay. Than LA. Yeah, I, I yeah, feel like yeah. LA is not really, like, the equivalent, is not, like, the, Brit- the American equivalent to London. It has to yeah, be New York. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is true, because at least, like, like, London was so diverse. Like, I remember... I was kind of nervous when I first got there because I was like, oh, I'm like such a tourist, you know, but you're on like the tube and everyone's speaking a different language and you're like, wow, like, like no one and everyone's saying no one who lives in London is actually from London. Even if you're like British, you're probably not from London and stuff. So yeah, everyone's kind of a tourist there. And there were so many times where I was like walking by myself and I could hear British people talking and they're, and they're like, yeah, I've never been here before or like... You know, like, I've, I'm new to this, blah, blah, blah. So you're like, oh, wow, like, everyone's a tourist. So that was, like, really cool. I got super into tourist mode. I was taking pictures of everything. <laughs> Shamelessly so like, you know taking what? pictures. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking pictures of all these pigeons. Because I haven't seen pigeons in, like, years. Wait, you were just in a California, like, last <laughs> week. What are you talking about? There's um, pigeons, I don't dude, there's pigeons everywhere. Pigeons. There's, like, there's pigeons. Pigeons exist. I know, but these pigeons were like British they were pigeons, like British pigeons. they were so fat. They were like they were like as big as spider. <laughs> really? Who's my cat? Who's like huge? No, no, they weren't as big as spider. But they were huge fucking pigeons. Like they were like they were definitely bigger than American pigeons. I would say. Oh man, <laughs> you know, if I ever went to London, I would have probably wanted to like try to see a gig over there. I actually, I one of that was one of the things I looked into, but there weren't. I'm they were saying there's always gigs every night and stuff, but then I didn't have time to look up a gig, and I think for the, like, yeah, I, I, and there were so many things. That's, I made so tor- tor- by midweek, I made like an extensive plan, um, of what I want to see, and like the last two days, I was just crossing out stuff that I just I just simply couldn't fit in. Yeah. So I just I didn't feel so bad because in the beginning, obviously, I was like, I'm gonna see it all, you know. But in the end, I was just like, man, I can't see it all. Just pick and choose, and like that's why I, I was totally fine going to the Natural History Museum twice because I was like, yeah, like um, I want to go to the museum, and and it was great. I would go back again. Like I was seriously, I can't wait for my next trip. Whenever that will be, <laughs> well, and um, yeah, I mean, your next your next one might be like a full on like work one or something. Like this, yeah. this was a good one. Yeah, this was. I felt like I seriously. I was. I still remember. I went. To, it was Tuesday night. I was in Trafalgar Square. I and that was one of my first evenings exploring by myself because, oh shit, no, 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 no. yeah, because the first two days. Oh yeah, the first two weekends, like the first two days, I was there. I had friends who were taking me around and stuff. Monday, I think I didn't. I think I went back to the hotel. Oh no, no, I was with my coworker. Then went back to the hotel. And so Tuesday was my first night on my own, like walking around. And I remember just finally finding Trafalgar Square. I just was standing in there, and I was just kind of in. I was just that was when the shock hit me. I was just standing there, surrounded by other tourists, 
it was like kind of drizzly and cold and I was just like wow I'm in London like I had no idea I was going to be here two weeks ago. Like, even though that's I like knew the about- best part. It's like it wasn't even planned. It was just like, what the yeah. fuck? I'm here. Like, I was, I was just standing there, thinking like, man, if I had known, obviously I would have planned it like to a T or something. But I didn't, you know. And now I'm here. I mean, I'm like staring at this statue of like some dude, you know. Like, it's just, and, and I think like for me, the architecture was really amazing because you realize like every because the thing about. I can't speak for other, I'm sure maybe this is very common in Europe. I don't know. I've never been to other places, but like, you'll be like, you're walking down the street and there's like, obviously these modern buildings and right in the middle is this like old ass church or something, you know, this really old castle looking thing in the middle of the city. And that to me is so crazy because I'm not used to seeing that. Like I grew up in LA where everything is like, well, 50 years old or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, my house was like, built in 1932 and we're just being like fuck it's an old house it's like no every house in england is at least like 200 years old i don't know but um it was and i think that's when i got really emotional because i felt really just really lucky like that i was given this chance to just like hang out in london basically and like no one like i've like the day i realized with i was told like i wasn't told like you're not supposed to be here. But when it was clear that I wasn't supposed to be here, I got really nervous. Like someone was going to be like, all right, we just booked you the next flight. Get back on get the, the plane. Get the fuck out like, of get here. Out of, get out of here. <laughs> Vacation's <laughs> over. Like, it was like, no, I was there. Like just, I was as, during work, I was, I just tried to be as productive as I could. Um, and then after work, I just had a blast. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally best. Yeah. What was um? Oh god. I feel like London. I feel like I would like London if I ever went. But. I think. Oh, okay. So I went to this. One, I think, man. Okay. So my friend took me to this one shop called um, Forbidden Planet. Oh yeah, you told me about it. Yeah. When I was there, it wasn't. I thought it was going to be huge. I mean, it wasn't massive, but it was pretty big. And they had. The only thing they didn't have was Pokemon, <laughs> but they had everything. I felt like it was like your store. Like they had everything i bought so i bought my two biggest purchases in london that i that kind of made because that, that evening was i think it was my best night ever it was wednesday night and my friend who i will call john snow <laughs> <laughs> he took me um i remember that day he was like all right we have to leave like he's like we have to leave office exactly at 6 p.m like because all the the Shop closes at like seven thirty, I think, or seven. And I think seven seven thirty. So I was like, okay. So we literally like ran to the bus stop, took the tubes, got there, made it. I got to go to. I think. Oh, we got out. We got out at like Covent Garden or whatever. And then I saw the Doc Martin shop. I was like, I'm gonna go inside. And then everything was. On, first of all, everything's on sale because it's still their like after Christmas sale type of thing or after holiday whatever. And so I bought a pair of a beautiful Doc Martens um, on sale, which was still fucking expensive. But the best part is I got it tax-free. So I get like 50 pounds back, which is a lot of money. Like it's like 70 bucks back yeah. or whatever. So I got those shoes for like really cheap. And so that was already like, ah, I'm really happy. And then he went to Forbidden Planet and that was like, ah, like I was just like, oh my God. So what was there? Really, what was there? It was so when you walk in, it was like 
there's like adventure type stuff then you go out in a bunch of t-shirts then you get deeper in it and it was all like doctor who sherlock there's like so much batman stuff star wars i was just like literally like oh my god this is like vince's store harry potter it's just like and the stuff they had because okay remember when we went to whimsic alley yeah and i i was really like bah, freaking out you know but this stuff like so my best purchase ever, which at the time when I bought it, I was questioning it, like, this is weird, but now it's my best purchase ever, was a, <laughs> it's, um, a sonic screwdriver toothbrush. So it's like this giant toothbrush. It looks like a sonic screwdriver. It's actually, when you hold onto it, it feels really cool. Like, it feels like a real thing, but it's a, it's, um, like one of the, what is this, the electronic toothbrushes. Yeah. So, it's just now I, I fucking love brushing my teeth, you know? Like, I enjoy it every moment brushing my teeth. And I've been wanting a sonic screwdriver. And it was really, really, it's really handy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, it's, it's like, I get a hat. Finally, I got the sonic screwdriver. And it's the 11th Doctor's sonic screwdriver. Which is what you were looking of, for. Which last is what time. I was looking for in the form of a fucking toothbrush. That was the highlight. Actually, I think that was probably that day was the best day. Um, and I would, but the whole time I was in the shop, I was just like, Man, I wish Vince was here. Like, you would have fucking loved. I think we would have both just went nuts. I mean, it didn't, the shop itself didn't look like Whimsic Alley, it wasn't dressed up or anything, but all the stuff there, it was like, I stayed until it closed. I mean, because we got there at like seven, so stayed it for half an hour, but it was just like, Oh my god, the best, yeah, it was the best, (laughs) yeah. And after that, you, at some point, recorded this message that we're going to stitch to the end of the episode now. Okay. Um, oh, no, actually, no, sorry. Well, no, we actually have five more. We actually have five more minutes before an hour. Um, dude. Okay, so okay, what I was going to say, three things that I think I would like about London is probably the beer. You do have, so you, you tried the beer over there. I did. Oh, I tried some, like, because they have a lot of Indian restaurants, because it's like, oh, that's one thing I really wanted to try was the Indian food there, because it's, like, really legit, I was told. And yeah, it was, ah, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So on (laughs) Wednesday, that same fucking night, my friends took me to this Indian place, and it was so good. It was like, we got this thing, I didn't even, I didn't even know what it's called anymore, but it was like, it's basically like, kind of like a non, like a bread thing. But it was, like, filled with coconut. It was the best thing I'd ever eaten. And the best part was, well, because I couldn't finish my food because I was I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so full. And so I asked to get it, like, to go. And then my friends, they, like, gave me their, like, leftovers. So I basically had a full – like, when I got back to the hotel at midnight, I was like, Fuck I'm it. hungry. <laughs> I, like, ate everything in, like, five <laughs> minutes. It was so good. Um, but, yeah, they had, like, this Indian beer that was really yummy. I, never, I don't think I've ever had Indian beer before. Um yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm honestly, I'm not a beer aficionado, so I can't really say like which beers were great. They were all great to me. They all taste the same to me. One thing I loved, though, oh my god, shout out to the whiskey. Like I had some really amazing cocktails there because I I love whiskey. So when I think on Monday night or something, we had it was basically a whiskey sour. It just had a really fancy name. Oops, sorry. It had a really fancy name. It was called a Silk Weave Sour. So it, was, it had, like, they used, like, egg white. So it's, like, really, like, um, fancy whiskey sour. <laughs> and it was so fucking good. And then on my last night, I think Friday night, I think, um, 
I also I got some sort of whiskey thing, and it was like it tastes like Christmas. It was so amazing. Yeah. Also, shout out to my friend John Snow because he fucking took me to like he like took me out every night somewhere, and then um we the last restaurant we went to it was it was bomb. So it was bomb. Yeah. It was really it was like Peruvian Japanese like hybrid food. And it oh, was, dude! I want to hear. So I want to hear about the good, British man. food, though. Like, all right. So I told you about the pork pie. That was a fucking fail on my end. It's the worst choice so ever. You, like, so I don't know you why. Loved, you loved all the international food at London, but the, the British food was shit. Well, okay. So I had many attempts. So the first Sunday night, um, my coworker took me to this pub. She got a Sunday roast, which is like a very you could only get Sunday roasts on Sunday, apparently. It was. I had some of her chicken. It was fucking delicious. It was great. I got fish and chips. It was great too. But I'm not a huge chip fish and chips fan, so I was like, "Oh, this is really good," you know. Um, my main goal was I wanted to find a pie because I fucking love meat pies. So midweek, I think John Snow took me to this one um, pub for lunch, and we got a pie but it turned out to be a pot pie so basically it's so different okay so like a regular meat pie it's like literally a pie filled with meat right yeah this one was like a pot pie so it was like it was like in a it's more like a puff pastry so it's like there's like a little bowl and then inside the bowl is the meat and gravy and on top of it is like a puff pastry crust which i wasn't feeling that much because i don't like puff pastries so i was like it wasn't bad but i was like yeah it's all right and it was a it was a kidney steak and kidney pie i fucking hate organs so i was picked out all the kidney was gross so i was like not feeling it and then um so yeah my last attempt to get a pie was at the borough market and i failed so pie wise fail um i did get two full like or like english breakfast that was fucking awesome i fucking love english breakfast <laughs> um i got two of them it was great i actually when i was on the plane back i was craving it i was like man soon i need to eat another one again because it was so good what is a pretty what is an english breakfast so an english breakfast is so they have two i think there's several kinds but there's like english kind of like your standard english breakfast and a full english um, so English breakfast, it's like um, baked beans, sausage, bacon, a sunny side up egg, or I guess any egg of your choice or whatever, toast, tomatoes, and mushrooms. Um, Fucking that, bomb. That, that sounds good. I, and now I'm getting hungry myself right full, here. Oh, and plus hash browns. Full English is all that plus like this um, what is it called? A black pudding, which is literally fried blood cakes, which I've actually, my first full English was at flying pan with you. And I love the blood cakes. Most people aren't a fan, but I loved it. Well, um, I, I think if they named it something else, people would be like more warm to the idea of eating it. Yeah, it is, it is named something. It's called black pudding, but it's a blood cake. Everyone <laughs> it's fried blood. It's very yummy. Um, but yeah, so I didn't have the full English these times just because a the food was expensive. All oh, the food was expensive. Luckily, I'm getting that expensed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like just to go to so I ate at Pret, which is basically like it's like a um, like a sandwich shop, and the food's like good, like it's like healthy shit and stuff. But it's still considered like it's a chain. It's kind of like fast food, and it's just like. 
each meal was like just to eat a decent amount it's, it's quite expensive so i i think the food is more expensive way more expensive than the states and just to eat some like well i also think stuff. i think also because london because in new york everything is like super expensive compared to like anywhere else LA, really yeah okay yeah so i think i think maybe well of course i've never been there so i can't say for sure but Maybe in like other cities in the UK, just it's like more normal. It's probably cheaper. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but so because basically everyone's saying London is just expensive, like food wise, transportation. Yeah, like I seriously spent to. I just went. I got around on the tube. I think I spent like over a hundred US just to pay for my oyster card to get around and stuff because i topped up several times jesus there, there wasn't like, yeah. there wasn't like a week pass or anything like that i think they did they had one but they were just saying like it wouldn't be worth it because during the week i'm only going to and from the office which now in retrospect that's not what happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah i think Actually, in the beginning, I think we thought I would be just be going to it from the office, so we didn't get the week pass. But in the end, I ended up going quite. Oh yeah, I should have gotten the week. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So, and then also, of course, living costs are expensive. Um, but free museums, people, free museums that are amazing. Um, and the thing is, if you do live in London. No one like eats out as much. They like all cook at home and stuff. So, and I think grocery shopping is a lot cheaper than like like Hong Kong or something, which is why people in Hong Kong don't cook as often. Yeah, everyone just eats out. Yeah, because it's cheaper to eat out. <laughs> yeah. It, so yeah. And London, you know, you know, London even has like screen screenings of the room over there. Really? Yeah, they have. Yeah, so they have everything there. <sighs> so one thing I was told. There's just because everyone I've talked to who has lived in London, they all loved it, kind of. Actually, no, not everyone. But for the most part, they the one thing that everyone hates is the weather. I got lucky, I feel, because it only rained. The first day I landed drizzled in the morning, and then it drizzled at night when I was walking home, like, in the dark. And I, on my last day, which I thought was all symbolic and whatever, it kind of drizzled midweek. Um, but for the most part, it was sunny every day. It was freezing cold, but I was well prepared. I wore like two layers of pants. I wore like, I borrowed my friend's super thick coat. So I was fine. I didn't find it really cold. But um, yeah, the weather was, to me, was beautiful. And I, I still realize I prefer cold than heat See? any day. Because when the, I mean, obviously it wasn't snowing, and everyone's saying, well, if you have to deal with this, like, like for like months on end like you'd be sick of it so i can't really say i haven't like for me the cold has always been a novelty yeah so i mean that's what yeah. i think i would love london because i love shitty weather i mean it's cloudy <laughs> it's, it's cloudy over here in california today and i'm loving it like <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like okay with i'm not as huge of a fan of cloudy days but i totally prefer cold obviously if it's well heated like for example the office is like super warm like if you're prepared for cold it's like like i hate it when it's cold in hong kong because Everything else is the inside of every interior is still cold too, so it's just like annoying. But um, but yeah, like when I go outside and you feel like the the icy, what is it? Slap in the face. Yes, <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> the, the slap of the cold hard slap of winter. Yes, I, I was like, yeah, 
like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when, like, California kids first experience. Like, yeah, winter. and then after, like, a month later, we're like, no. <laughs> no, seriously, I haven't. I have never experienced, A, I haven't experienced true cold. I haven't lived in true cold. Like, I, everything's just been, it's novelty. So, I think, like, I, I could actually, I really see myself, I could see myself living in London, maybe in my mid-30s, only because I just feel like, I'm assuming I'd have a little bit more money then, so it would be like, so, because I think if you go, I was told, if you go to London without any money, it's going to be miserable for you because first, yeah, it's like everything's so expensive, you know, and then you have to live in like really probably if you work in the city center, you have to live really far out. So it takes like a lot to come into the city and stuff like that. So I don't, and I don't want to feel that way, especially because I kind of already feel that way now. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I really feel like I'm living this, like I'm still like in post-grad situation, even though I've been working for the last three years and stuff, but Hong Kong kind of makes it easy to, have a decent life because the only thing that's really expensive is the rent which is why i feel like i'm still living in college because i live in a tiny ass place but um so i just feel like i don't want to experience that my whole life just feeling like just living in squalor or something i don't know but like um but everyone has that though they're like the one unifying thing i've heard from people who have lived in london and they either liked it or didn't like it was that you Oh, you could always find something to do, like anything, like whatever you want to do, like hobbies and stuff. Um, it's and like cool shows and everything. It's like London has it. So, yeah. so people listening, go to London. Go to London. Go to um, Harry Potter Studios. If you guys do that, I recommend going in the morning and staying because it's like basically you go and there's like thirty minutes of like. A tour guide, and after that, self-guided. So, and if you go, three hours the, yeah, is not enough. If you yeah. go in the morning, you get a British breakfast. Bam, that's true. Bam, bam. And if you stay, they have like a great cafeteria. I couldn't eat any of the food. I seriously, like, I went with my friend, um, and he, like, he was waiting for me in the cafeteria. He had like two meals there, all <laughs> waiting for me, and I, I did not have time to eat anything. I just didn't have time. So. Yeah. That's a shame because actually I consider like one of the best things about going to museums is eating the cafeteria food. Yes. That's why I was pissed because I, I was literally like, man, I really want to eat, but I don't have time. Like I really don't have time. So that's why I have to do it again. I have to try the butterbeer. I have to um, – because the, the cafeteria food, it looked really good. There was like mac and cheese and everything. Oh, shit. So I was like, shit, like I missed out, but next time. Oh, next dude, time. speaking of mac and cheese, I went to um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles – for the first time, I saw yeah, my Instagram <laughs> <your> pictures. <laughs> that looked so good. There was, I don't think there was anything like, man. I really when I you posted, I really just. Whoa! What was it? Sorry, what I, heard, I just did you hear that? Yeah. I don't know what that was. Okay. Well. Oh well. Oh, I think it's a. Tr- it was a truck outside. Okay. Um, I really, really missed. I really missed fried chicken. No, dude. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This. Okay. First of all, like, like, like. Like, like in, I think at least in California, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles is, is a pretty well-known brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's pretty much like Southern, I guess like Louisiana, you know, soul food pretty much. And mm-hmm. I'd never been there before. I'm, I heard about it in movies and like in rap songs and stuff. And so I was like, all right, we got to go. So we went to the one in Pasadena and holy shit, Paige, it was so good. Like, so uh. I, I, so I said, all right, so I said, okay, I got for my first time here. I got to order. 
my, you know, it's called chicken and waffles. So I'm getting mm-hmm. the, you know, I'm getting, I, I got like a, a, the special, which is like four chicken wings and two waffles. Then we got a side of mac and cheese with that. And first of all, the mac and cheese was super good. Like they used really good cheese. You could see the cheese bits on the mac and cheese. <sighs> and and, for, and then the waffles were like, okay, first of all, I've never even liked waffles really my entire life. I've, I've, honestly, I grew up only eating like Eggo waffles, which they're like whatever. It's like I don't, I've never even liked those. They're all hard and stuff and the butter Give never it. melts. <laughs> and, and so I, every time we made waffles for breakfast growing up, I'm like, why are we having waffles? This sucks. Let's just make pancakes. But I was like, all right, well, we're at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, so I need to try the waffles. And holy shit, these were the greatest waffles. I even said it after the meal. These were the greatest waffles I've had in my entire, entire life on this planet. They were good. They weren't hard. I ate them slowly just so I could savor it. Because first of all, it was not a frozen waffle. (laughs) No, it was a legit. (laughs) Uh, Like when I saw your tweet, I was like, you can't compare Eggos. But I understand. Like I think before that, I probably just ate Eggos too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they, and when they and when they call that kind of food soul food, I agree because I felt good in the soul. I was like, you know, I could imagine myself going into the kitchen and just seeing the kitchen being full of like grandmothers making all the meals in the restaurant. <laughs> Man, I'm so hungry right now. You have no idea. When you were talking about your the mac and cheese bits, I was like about to cry. I was like, food. Uh, yeah, I want to go. Get, I'm glad it's in Pasadena too, so it's like really close. Yeah. It's really close to me. So I think I'm gonna make. Seven. I don't know. I'm gonna take a shower because I was gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna make some like raviolis right now <laughs> for breakfast." <laughs> I'm so hungry. But um, oh, all right. Mm. We should start wrapping up this episode. Um, so we're gonna st- stitch on your um your final night in London message to yourself. All right, which was quite emotional. Um, you talked about a lot of things on there. Um, you want to? Get- we don't have to post everything. <laughs> well, I was telling you, just you know, pushing it on there, and then like, no, no, no. We'll talk after. We'll talk after. We'll discuss this. Do, do you want to give the listeners some context about um what what it, what it is you talk about? Just so okay. Well, so it starts out like so. It was it was after a work party, a very mild work party, and like I felt a lot of. So at the time, I felt a lot of pressure to like make mingle kind of and like hang out with people and stuff like that. And then I ended up like leaving early. Because my friend had to go, and I asked him to take me to, like, this bridge or something. And so he was telling me he could go back to the party, but I didn't want to because I felt like a loser <laughs> to go back to this party. And also, I was like, maybe everyone left, you know? Like, I just felt weird. So I felt a lot of, like, this pressure to have been like, man, I should have stayed and, like, hung out with people and, you know, made new friends or whatever, you know? And then, um, so... It started out me kind of talking that I kind of almost want to cut that part out, but we'll see. Um, but then towards the end, I just in my I guess my drunk my most drunk part because I don't remember this at all when I was recording it. I gave myself this really heartfelt advice about kind of dealing with my loneliness. That I when I listened to it, it really touched me to the point where I want to share it with the rest of you guys because I was like, wow, like drunk page is super <laughs> profound and super wise you know like there were bits of it where i was definitely like confusing but for the most part i got to, i literally got to the heart of it and um i want i basically it was like a hug from my past to my present self which was really cool and yeah 
The girl who wanted to go to London hugging the girl who was leaving London. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was this weird, it was just like this weird, like, and, time thing. Yeah. And was the guy you're talking about, you're talking about something that didn't work out. Yeah. I had a little crush on him and stuff, but then when we were at this party, he was talking to me and he was like fucking tweaking out or whatever he was like he was like tweaking the out. way he was talking no he wasn't tweaking out but the way he was talking to me i think he was drunk or something i mean sure he was drunk but his movements were so fucking erratic like he was it freaked me out like i was so freaked out but i felt like i was like should i have stayed because i think he was like interested in me or whatever but so that was kind of that started off but um so so he wasn't on drugs maybe he was just really nervous Maybe, but I was really... And on, his, and on drugs. Maybe he was... Because I was like... I asked my friend, I was like, why was he so twitchy? Because actually that whole night, my friend kept like... Oh God, is someone banging on the door? Anyways, kept introducing me to like really twitchy guys. <laughs> they were like literally like twitchy. Wait, there, there was more... Wait, you're more than one twitchy person? Yeah, like one... I remember I went to meet my friend and he was like, oh, this is... I forgot this guy's name. And I was like, oh, hi. So I was talking to him and this other guy was also like kind of quivering and i was like oh god okay what wait who is this friend who, who, i don't who, who, know who, who is your friend fucking john snow but anyway who is john snow uh, hang, who did he hang out with like the, the no i think it was just like random guys where they were just what some person was talking to him he's like oh this page and he would he would leave he would leave and then it was like this twitchy man who was like talking to me that was like shit <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah actually i was i think i was kind of sad because the guy i had a crush on at the office i guess was he was moving like a bird in a bad way <laughs> you know how birds move um oh okay, yeah like well when they flapping their wings or oh like moving their heads really quickly no, and stuff yes yes but on a bird you're like whatever you're a fucking bird but on a person it's like mm. <laughs> did anyone else notice this too i don't know and i don't think they really care maybe they got they were used to it because this is my first time like i didn't know this guy like i just kind of really met him yeah no i'm like i'm yeah i kind of just first time i ever really talked to him um so but i was just like okay so it turns out that this who he is like he just <laughs> he's just the bird okay but um so that kind of i was talking about that mostly because i felt like because i i always feel like if i have a crush on somebody and they seem responsive that if I don't act on it, I've lost all hope. Like, I have no more chances. And so that's why I was feeling really bummed out in the beginning of the recording. Because I felt like, man, what if he was my soulmate? Even though clearly Wait, not. Like, fuck that. Maybe right? the, the twitching thing is, like, something that British people do. Because look at it. He's not, he's not British, though. Oh, okay. Because I, I was about to say, like, remember the Beatles song? Shake it, shake it, babe. And then, like, you know, like, is it, okay, is it in the video? All, isn't John Lennon two, kind of, like, vibrating okay, the, himself? Two, <laughs> the two twitchy guys, one was American. <laughs> and the other, so the guy in question was a Spanish dude. Okay. But, um, no, I don't think twitchiness. Actually, all the British people I've met were very untwitchy. So. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so I okay. Well, I guess that's a mystery to um. If, if any listeners know any twitchy people, send us your uh, twitchy stories. I I'm also I don't mean to 
um, say I don't like twitchy people, but I just don't like erratic movements in general. Like that's just me. I really don't. Yeah. Like it freaks me like out. Horror movie stuff. Yeah, like I, when people like even because um, I, I noticed I was thinking about this because I was like, man, I feel I feel kind of bad being like twitch people freak me out, which they do. But um, in general, like the people I like to hang out with, they're very they have a very calming nature. They're very like stationary which i like because i'm like that too i'm very stationary and the people that i do know who do move around a lot they kind of move around like in a very controlled way so it's just it's the uncontrolled like erratic movements that really freak me out then there you go yeah yeah so we are (laughs) so we are gonna we are signing off um after this we'll we'll oh wait should we read did did the penguin ninja ever send us anything because we never (laughs) <laughs> answer his questions. Oh, we well, we answered his questions, but they were on the la- they were on the, the last podcast. Okay, we will ans- re-answer those questions in the next podcast. Yeah, the Penguin Ninja. We're we're really sorry. We're really sorry because we, we we did answer them. It's just we the- did we did we did answer them. It was just technical difficulty. You can't hear our answers at all because I didn't have my headphones plugged in. But we will re-answer these questions the next podcast. Now that life. Is going to continue this way, you know? Yes. Yeah. Now that everything, yeah, the holidays, you know, the holidays just fucked us all up. Like, we were just like, yeah, the ho- A, the holidays in LA fucked us up, and then B, London, and then, well, A, 1A was technical difficulties, and then B was London. So, there you go. Yes. So, yeah. okay. So, this has been a mutually awkward episode 21. Oh, we should we should have been drinking for this. We're twenty one now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, next week will be episode twenty two, and um, we're tacking on pages. You know, her good advice message to herself and to everyone else. So, goodbye. Bye. Um, right now you're pretty drunk. I would say. You're okay. First of all, you're in London right now. It was sort of a last minute trip. You had no idea you would be here at all. So let's just brush on that for a bit. You are in London and you're probably a little tipsy, which is actually okay right now. This is why you're recording. You're you're doing a recording. You're in London. You're drunk. It's 9.46 p.m. here in Chelsea, London, which is a very posh part. And honestly, if you were, you know, you wouldn't have been here normally, okay? All right. So, right now, you're feeling really sad because you think that you didn't make good decisions. You... We're hoping to meet people. You were hoping to, you know, like something happened between somebody, you know, like shit like that. And that didn't happen. And you feel bad about it. And I'm just here as your sober slash honest part of yourself since normally that part hasn't been acknowledged in a bit. Um, I'm just here to tell you that you don't need to worry about that. Okay. Like, you don't need to feel bad about it. You don't need to feel like you need, you made a mistake 
or, you know, like the things that didn't happen, like the things that didn't work out for you. Okay. Because first of all, A, like, let's be frank, this, none of this would have happened anyway. Like if you, you were, we would have been in Hong Kong and like, you know, like, I mean, it's nothing's happened for a while. Nothing will have happened. And I'm not even saying this to be mean or to be like a downer. It's just like, what did, you know, like nothing would have happened. And you only feel pressured because you're in this area, this new country and with a bunch of new people and you feel like you could have made something. But you know what? You did what you would have done. You did what you did, and you're in this hotel right now, and you're alone, and you feel bad about it. Like, that's what you do, and you feel regretful. You feel like you should have stayed. You should have talked to people, but honestly, like, you made these choices, and it's okay. Like, seriously, it's weird. Like, this is the present self talking at this point, but this present self knows that it's going to be okay in the future. Like, it's going to be okay. And I think you're very, um, you're afraid. Like, you're, you, you feel like, like, I think you just are really fearful of making mistakes and, um, not, not seizing things when it happens. But you know what? You got to give yourself a break. You're only human and, um, you know, like, you can only do so much, and I feel like, like, I know you, and I know, I know the stuff that's happening around you, and I think, like, you compare yourself to people too much, and you make expectations for yourself that don't really apply, or just, honestly, just don't matter, and you should chill out, you just need to just relax about that stuff, because it really doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter that you're alone. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Like, I mean, you feel lonely and stuff, but don't feel bad about it. It's okay to feel lonely. It's part of nature. Like, you've been alone for a while. It gets lonely. That's a fact. But don't feel bad about it because there's nothing bad to feel. It's just, it's just a thing that happens. It just happens. You're alone. That just happens. It's not your fault that you're alone. It's not because you didn't make enough connections, you know, like, like, I know you think a lot about how people have made connections and why certain people end up meeting people. And in the end, it's just chance. It's just opportunities. And it's just things happening at the time that they happen. And that's just how things are. You can't expect, you cannot expect, like, Things to happen all the time. Like, you really can't expect that. Like, I'm not saying that you should live... It's just nothing to do with status quo at this point. It's just, like, I'm not expecting... Like, I don't know, like... I'm not saying you're asking for too much. That's not... It's almost, like, irrelevant. (sighs) But it's, like... You know, like, so much can happen at one point. You really... You literally can't have every, everything. I That's how I feel. I feel like no one can have everything. Because if you had everything, you're the happiest person alive. And I don't know, maybe there are people like that in this world. That's awesome that they have everything you want. But at the same time, it's like, if you have everything you want all the time, like, how boring is that, you know? Like, how boring is that to just completely be satisfied? 
and not have to pursue anything, not have to chase anything, not have to have something to work towards and live for, lean and look forward to if you have everything. And you're given this, this is your life, and it's different from other people. And I think that, to me, I think that's really special. And I hope one day you realize how special that is. I hope you realize how special your time is right now. This is a very um, amazing time in your life. And um, this is a trip you will never forget. It's been wonderful and amazing. And um, and I hope you don't take it for granted. I know you don't take it for granted. It's just hard because you're in a spacey mood and you can't believe this is happening. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, like, I know you're trying to cope with things right now. And this is one way of doing it, which is awesome because... One day when you're not drunk, you're going to listen to this and probably listen to everything. But, you know, I think it's a relief that it's actually out there. Um, yeah, so just take care. Take it easy. Don't think too much. Don't feel bad. Like, just I feel like you can think a lot. But the one thing you need to do is not feel bad about stuff because you have you shouldn't feel bad about stuff. You didn't do anything wrong. You're just living your life. It's just different from how other people are living their lives. And there's no one, there's no right way to live your life. And some people, they live life the way that society would prefer them to live, you know? But you don't see the people who are living life the way you're kind of living it. Or in their way, like these things will get highlighted, so you just feel bad about them because if you don't see it, it doesn't feel important. That's, I think that's the main thing. Like we're so like if it's not being seen, it's not important, which is not true. Like it's not true at all. Like I, I mean, things, certain things get shown or brought into light because it's just encouraged by society. So you would it would be more, make more sense to see these things out there, but doesn't mean they're right doesn't mean they're wrong you know like it doesn't mean anything really like in the at the end of the day i honestly think that nothing really means anything it's just things are just how they are and it's up to our human interpretation of these things and the fact that you feel bad about being single is a human projection it's just it's just a societal thing and i hope i really hope 2015 i mean it's going to be a long process, and it's been an ongoing process, but my goal for you is I hope one day you just realize it's not important at all. What is important is yourself and your essence and who you want to be and your goals and if you're going in that direction, but who you're pleasing, who you think you should be, who you think you're supposed to be, none of that matters because who you, what you want and your goals are the most important. And on that note, I'm going to sign off because I'm really sleepy and I honestly don't think I'm going to listen to any of this in the future. I'm going to forget it even exists. But guess what? It exists. And one day I'm going to stumble upon it and just feel good about it because because do you know where this message is coming from it's coming from a place of love it's coming from a place that you normally feel like you do, you can't feel but it's there like all these feelings all these facts 
everything, London, everything, it's there. It's just how do you how do you get there? How do you make yourself useful or how do you get yourself this opportunity to be in this situation? But at the end of the day, all this shit is still here. And I just want to give you a big figurative hug to, to thank you for being part of this journey and for listening and being patient because a lot of this is about being impatient and impatience is oftentimes glorified by society just because you get shit done. And I think this culture, we're realizing that's not the point. The point is to listen and figure things out and just solve things um, from both a logical yet emotional perspective. Anyways, thank you for listening. This has been Jane, um, aka Paige, and I really hope that everyone takes care of themselves and don't feel bad about stuff. And you know what? Life is life. Don't even fucking worry about it. Okay? All right. Good night, everybody.
Just enough.